Welcome to the A2 Walking with the Way podcast where we are passionately exploring together with friends what it looks like to be a young person that follows the way of Jesus in the 21st century. These short podcasts are designed so that you can listen to them in the morning while getting ready for school or on your daily commute. But wherever you are today, we hope that these conversations give you courage and an excitement in your daily walk with Jesus. Hello, Hello. my name is Tim. My name is Eden. Welcome to episode two of our People series. You know, relating and being connected to other people can be one of the most fulfilling and beautiful gifts of this life, but also at times one of the most painful and hard parts of it too. Well, it's true. And and so what we've done, what we're doing in this series is we're inviting people on with unique sort of stories to have conversations about how we can love people, connect with them and, and what that means whilst following Jesus. Now, of course, we're not just wanting to speak at you. Uh, we'd love to hear what you guys think. So feel free to send us a, a question or anything, really, um, and we'll probably read it out or something. You can send that in at, on our Instagram at A2 underscore Bath. Amazing. So last episode, we uh, we had a conversation together, didn't we, about yeah. um, connection and what it means to be connected and w- what God thinks about that. And um, I-, I love what you shared that, you know, the, in the very beginning, there was God and there was God and Adam. But, but God said it wasn't good for Adam to be alone, mm-hmm. right? That even when he had all of God, he needed to have people around him, right? Yeah. So I, I would encourage you that this this episode we're about to go into will make more sense if you listen to the first one. So go back, listen to the first one, and then come join us. Um, but hey, we, we have an amazing episode ahead, right? Yeah, we're, we're naturally just following up this theme of community with talking about one of the most natural expressions of community, which is simply friendship. Yes. True, real friends. And friendship. we've invited a great guy on to come and share. Yeah, so we invited Matt Ore, who's mm. an, uh, part of Movement uh, and is an amazing guy who carries so much. And he came and sh- shared about friendship, which was really cool, eh? Yeah, no, it was great. And actually, we well, it was, it was just one of those great opportunities where even just listening to him, I learned so much. Yeah. It was just such yeah. an encouraging sort of conversation. Yes. And actually, we hope that it gives you guys listening the same encouragement. Yeah, so here we go. Hey, so welcome back. It's great to have Matt Orr here. Matt is an incredible guy. But hey, we last week we talked about um, why it's just so essential for us as human beings, but also followers of Jesus, to be connected to people. Right? Like we need connection. Come it's on. just essential to our health and our um, wholeness. And it's just one of the most beautiful, sometimes painful, but beautiful parts of being alive is being connected to people. So. But now we're, we're heading into a conversation about, yes, so we're cool to be connected to people, but how do you do that? Like, how, how do you build friendship with people? How do you, how does that work? So we got an amazing guy, Eden, he's amazing, isn't he? This yeah, guy. Honestly, Matt, he's a good friend. And so I, d- I don't think there's anyone better to talk about friendship, uh, personally. <laughs> uh, but Matt, why don't you tell us a little about, a bit about who you are, what you do, everything like that. Yeah, you guys are very kind. I'm excited to be here. Um, yeah, my name's Matt. I love people, so I'm very happy to be talking about people. That's yes, for sure. You do. Um, yeah, I've moved to Bath in September, um, down down in the south these days, but from up north. 
Um, and I work for an organization, charity called Movement. We're all about connecting um, young people together, gathering to engage, equip, and empower young people to be all that God's called them to be. And that's super exciting. So cool. Get to meet so many people. Yes. And I've made so many incredible friends through it. So I'm excited for this. Mm. I mean, it's kind of the floor is yours to sort of talk about, talk to us about friendship. Sweet. Well, I'm excited to be um, talking about friends. I believe there's two types of friends that we are called to be. The first is a friend for all, and the second is a friend for life. And we'll get to that in just a bit. But first, yes. a friend for all. We read in Matthew, Mark, and Luke that famous passage, love the Lord your God with all your heart and love your neighbors as yourself. Mm. Basically put simply, love God and love others. Yes. And they come hand in hand. You see, I didn't always love God. In fact, I only became a Christian at the age of 18, 19. Mm. And I definitely didn't always love people. Don't get me <laughs> wrong, I had my friends, I loved my family. But if you weren't in those circles, I didn't, I didn't care about you, I don't know you, you do your thing. And to be honest, even the friends that I did have, if I could screw them over to gain benefit for myself, I might do that, you know. I might, <laughs> might live that life. I was very self-centered, focused on me. And I really couldn't understand after attending this youth group whether there's these Christians, I was a bit hesitant, you know, what these Christians are like. Yeah. And um, these youth workers, they just cared about me. Mm. And I couldn't get my head around, why are you putting so much of your time into me? Mm. What are you trying to get from me? Mm. This makes no sense. But they, they simply loved me. And it wasn't until I came to know Jesus a good few years later, at the age of 18, 19, that I suddenly switched. I suddenly loved everyone. I couldn't get enough of people. Um, all these people that I didn't know, I wanted to get to know. All these people whose problems were theirs, they suddenly became ours. And um, mm. it really, really was quite something. And why did I begin to see things this way? Well, quite simply, it's because that's how Jesus saw them. Mm. And once we've truly welcomed God into our hearts and into our lives, I truly believe we begin to see things in his perspective. Yes. Yeah. Beginning to be led by the spirit within us. Mm. And um, I've got a little philosophy. A lot of people will wind me up about this, but I like to think that everyone is my friend. <laughs> they just don't know it yet. <laughs> so good. Um, the second thing I want to talk about is a friend for life. And that's not necessarily a time frame. Hmm. Rather, it's more about doing life together. The yes. highs, the lows, the ups, the downs, the emotional roller coaster that is life, the trials, the celebrations, the whole lot doing it together. And these are the friends that support you. They challenge you. They encourage you, and most importantly, they call you out when you're heading off track. Yeah. And um, those who want to see you reach your full potential, and when you get there, they're going to celebrate it. Mm. And that's the friends that you can count on mm. no matter what. Yeah. Which sounds great. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Sounds lovely, but how on earth do we find these friends? Um, and how do we become more like these friends ourselves? Yes, yes. And um, once again, I think the two are quite heavily linked. I say I truly believe if you want to have great friends, a really good place to start is by becoming a great friend. Ooh, that's great, man. Because <laughs> relationships are complicated things. Mm. Um, we, we know that for sure. But if you love your friends how Jesus loves you and how Jesus loves them, your friends are going to be impacted whether they've got faith or not. They'll want to have what you have. And thankfully, what you have is there to be shared the good news of jesus mm. does this mean that you can only be friends with christians though um definitely definitely not and um, we're called to love everyone no matter their faith their background and even how annoying they can be um we've got to love them but whatever your friendship group looks like 
God has put you there for a reason. And that reason is to point to Jesus. Um, when I first moved down south, I was 19, moved to Bristol from rural Yorkshire, and knew a handful of people at best. I was in the big city, and there was no one really to go to. And I felt rather isolated. I felt rather lonely. Mm. And that's definitely not how we're so supposed to be living. It's not mm. what we're called to. Yeah. Rather, we're called to live in community with Jesus at the center of that community. So what did I do? I rocked up at this church full of young people. Didn't know anyone but got speaking. And I met lots and lots of people. Not all became my close friends by any means, but I thank God for the ones, ones who did. And some of my closest friends I share a lot in common with. Mm. We love rugby, we love food, come on, and uh, <laughs> surfing. And some of them, it feels like we've actually got very little in common. Um, we're different ages, we have different interests and hobbies. But with all of them, how did we become such good friends? Well, we loved Jesus and we loved one another. I think it's incredible. Some of my closest friends I've only met a handful of times, be it on a youth weekend away or a camp or a festival. And when you serve with someone and spend time with them serving Jesus and others, loving others together, you don't necessarily get to know their story. You don't mm. know their background. You don't know who they are in that sense. Yeah. But you get to know their heart, yeah. the, true, the true depths of who they are yeah. and what they're about. And I think that's where you find authenticity. The key, key to all this, authenticity, that God-given desire, inner desire to love because he first loved us. 1 John 4, 19, I believe. Mm. Um, we love because he first loved us. So cool. And it's, it's, a, it's a game changer. When we comprehend that, we begin to, to experience that in our lives. We feel it, the, the desire to love those that we once found really annoying, mm. um, and sometimes still do, don't get me wrong. Um, but it's that, that <laughs> calling on our lives to love because he loved us. So good. Amazing. And it's no, no question the people we spend time with, they impact who we become. Yes. Mm. The more time we spend with people, the more like them we become. Whether we like that or not, and um, if you feel like you're in a friendship group that might be slightly yeah. different direction to where you want to be heading, that's not necessarily to say to get out of it, mm. but rather to surround yourself and spend that time with those who love Jesus. Spend that time with Jesus mm. so that you can be become more like him. You can become the salt and the light in that group. Mm. And as I say, there's something attractive when the spirits at work, people want that. Mm. When you live differently, people are in for that. They'll ask questions and you can really have an impact. But it's so important to be in that community. Once again, we're called to live in community and at the center of that community, it has to be, has to be Jesus. Mm. Amazing. Mm. So good. Yeah. I mean, so right now there might actually be someone listening, walking on their way into school with someone in mind that whether it's the annoying friend that they've mm. had so many things, they try their hardest to love and or be kind to and everyone else sort of rejects them or things like that. What practical advice would you give to, to that person walking in with that person in mind that they got to yeah. try and love yeah, like Jesus? For sure. Well, I think it's, you got to start small. You're not going to necessarily see an overnight transformation for me. As I say, I, I became a Christian later life, hadn't grown up in a Christian family or anything. But um, over that time, as I became more like Jesus, without even realizing I was becoming more like him, just because I was spending time with him, 
um, there was just this desire and it, it increased and it can start small always pray pray lord help me that's a prayer i pray a lot i tell you mm. um but just starting with that prayer lord help me to love this person mm. show me them how you see them is a bit of a game changer and when we realize that all the friendships that we have are essentially a gift from god mm. he's placed those people around us then we realize that we can be a blessing we can be that gift to other people yeah um, but it all goes back to coming that's from cool. him which is great for us because you know <laughs> on our own we'd be all over the shop I know I definitely would. Yeah, so good, bro. I, I was thinking, you know, there's, we shared in a previous episode, there's, there's been times in my life where I've kind of felt, especially in school, you know, those those years, right, those secondary school years, for me, felt probably like the most turbulent years, you know, of just, of just, you know, where do I fit? Where do I belong? You know, can I really be me around people? You know, like, and I guess as my, my question was kind of that of like, how, maybe for you, Matt, in your own journey, have you wrestled with that of like, yeah. of of not feeling like you can fully be yourself around your friends and how, what have you done with that? How, how have you grown in that? Does that make sense? Yeah, oh, for sure, big time. I think it was really interesting. I said that I didn't care about people, yeah. but I cared what they thought of me. Right, right, In a big right. way. And I spent a lot of time almost people pleasing, trying to be mm. the one that fits in yeah. um, rather than being potentially who, who God's called me to mm. be. And although I didn't know Jesus at the time, in those younger years of secondary, I probably wasn't a very nice person. Lots of people, if um, they met me now, I'd hope that they, they'd see Jesus in me now rather than the, the yeah. 13, 14 yeah. year old Matt, yeah. who was yeah. Yeah, not the one. But um, yeah. I, th- I think it's really, really interesting just how, how different it is when you find your identity, not in what people say yes. about you, not in what they think about you, Wow. but but in in christ and who he's made you to be and there's a comfortability in that there's um uh confidence that comes from knowing who you are in your heart knowing who you are in your spirit knowing what the word the word of god says about you um one of my biggest challenges i'd love to value what god says about me more than what other people say about me so, i'm yeah. working on that i'm not there but when you're in that place when you know that it's not going to matter and um i became a christian in later stages of sixth form I just started going to this church and um, in my philosophy and ethics class, lots of discussions, lots of stuff going around. I would just blatantly be like, guys, you've got to come to yeah, church. Yeah. You've got to hear about this. And just being confident, knowing no one's going to die if they say no. <laughs> it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. If I know who I am in him, yeah. then what does it matter what the world says about me? Yeah, so good. And you mentioned that, like, the word authentic, mm. being authentic. I think that's really big as well, isn't it? I think, you know, so often, like you say, we, we kind of put up those fronts, don't we? And those kind of those facades of, mm. and, and maybe people are watching that have that in school of, like, you know, they're the funny guy or, you know, we all in some ways put those on sometimes, don't we? But the interesting thing is that, it's kind of like, someone described it to me as like, you know, it's like a plastic you, isn't it? It's like a fake you, like a doll, you know, like a fake version of you. But the thing about plastic and, and fakeness is that you you can't actually absorb love or absorb connection. It just, you kind of repel it, right? You and, and that's often why it feels like, sometimes you, you meet those people who just seem to reject you and, and seem to push you away because it's like they reject you before, you know, they think you're going to reject them, right? So um, it's fairly deep, but I think the key for me is like, 
are we actually okay with being ourselves? Because I think in that space, we actually get to receive connection and love from people, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, huge in a big way. I think the thing with authenticity as well is people know when you're being authentic. Right, right. It's, it's a real game changer. Yeah. Because you could be the nicest, say the nicest thing. Yeah. But if you don't mean it, then pe people are going to pick up on that. Yeah. But when you truly got that authenticity, as I say, that, that God-given desire within you, um, to to love because God loves us. I, th I think that changes everything, and people really buy into authenticity. Mm. Uh, it's the number one thing I, I pray before speaking at anything. It's like, Lord, can I just speak from where I'm at, who I am, yeah. what you're saying through me, not from a place of like, oh, I want to be saying this because this is gonna sound good, yeah. or this is gonna sound really theological and smart. Um, yeah. If it's not you, then it's, there's no real point. But again, you yeah. find who you truly are when you spend that time with Jesus and you read the word of God and it tells you who you are. In a big way, it, it just change, changes everything. And authenticity is at the heart of that all. So cool. And I think it's probably worth saying, actually, when, when you try and first have more of an authentic relationship with your friends and you actually try and open up, sometimes it will feel awkward. Mm -hmm. It won't absolutely just yeah, go to, oh, yeah. so chill and open. Like There are still friends now that actually... Yeah. I really value seeing but actually when we talk it's almost it can feel almost a bit awkward but actually mm. i'm at the same time i know i'm so glad that i can have that openness with people because yes. honestly it's yeah. it takes so much effort to put up that fake version of ourselves mm. it's so much nicer v vulnerability is um a big thing it's a brave thing to do yes. don't get me wrong it's, yes. it's not necessarily easy but yes. it's, it's knowing all your closest friends um that that is it's possible to do and it's a great place to start and mm. and, and try try yeah. that out and um really interesting last year just after lockdown round one um, my friends and i from back home the group of lads we've been going away together once a year at least since i think we were like 15 nice, 16 nice. and um we'd, we'd gone down to devon and i was driving down and for the first time one of my friends worked in london great job making a whole lot of money um and he just really openly said guys we've never really talked about like how we're doing with our mental health mm. And I'm there thinking, I talk about that quite a lot with my, my yeah, friends at yeah, church. Yeah, like we yeah. talk about how we're doing. We talk about all these things. And um, he was like, yeah, I just, I, I don't really talk about it to anyone. Mm -hmm. And the other guy in the car with us, he was saying, saying the same. And we just had this really honest conversation of like where we're at. And um, it was wow. a real great opportunity for me to witness and say, hey, like I'm part of a community that we talk about these yes. things. We care yes. about these things and we do them together. Yes. And that's available. Like I'm so up for supporting you in all things. Call me anytime. You're one of my best mates for sure. Yeah. But also, I know there's people who live nearby to you <laughs> who would be so up for, for getting involved with that, for journeying. And mm. it's the idea of the friend for life. It's not necessary for your whole life, but it's for doing life together in that time and opening up, being vulnerable. Yes. And that's where friendships thrive. It really yeah. is. Yeah, you, you said something really important there, Matt, which I think is important um, to identify, is that you found the friend, like close friends, you said close friends, that you are vulnerable and open mm. with. And being like, um, that kind of depth of relationship isn't something that you probably do with everyone, right? So, yes. so how 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 have you identified those friends? Like, how how's that process been? Like, you haven't did you just did you just say to someone like, oh, you're going to be a close friend and I'm going to be open with you, or what was the process like in there? Yeah, no, for sure. I think um, as I say, I like to think I'm friends with everyone. People may just <laughs> mis may disagree entirely. I might be that annoying friend, you know. <laughs> but um, I think it's it really comes down to just doing things together, experiencing 
things together and as we talked to just then about opening up mm -hmm. when when you share those points like you remember them you remember mm -hmm. those conversations that time that so and so was a bit vulnerable and um if i'm honest i've got different friends i have different relationships yes. with for sure yeah. in a big way and um i think i have a set set amount of friends that i'll go to with absolutely anything mm. the 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 go-to's if if i need to ring somewhere right now i've been mugged stole car stole wh whatever it might be those <laughs> yeah. sort of friends um that i'm gonna call yes in those times but then there's also friends that i know like i'm just gonna have a good time with them um yeah. they bring a lot of life i need to be around that right now or there's those friends who ask the difficult questions i need to be challenged i wanted to spend time with them and i think it's it's really identifying um the personalities of those those who you're with because some people just carry this deep wisdom that god's given them and they they say ask you a question you're like oh my days i've never thought that i need to be challenged by that whereas others are there to enjoy life like jesus yeah. wants to have a good time there's a reason we do things together yes. in community because yes. there's so much joy in community yeah and i think it's just knowing those who you trust and trust isn't an instant thing yes it's right, built it's for sure huge. um and again, that, that builds with doing things together, experiencing things together. And you're not always going to get it right. Like you might mess up, but it's being able to say, hey, I'm sorry, I was a bad friend there. Mm. I got it wrong. Well, I, I didn't realize that's what you were saying to me. You mm. were, I didn't realize how serious this was. And I made the joke and it was in, inappropriate. Yeah. Um, but being prepared to, to get things wrong, but also being prepared to accept that others are going to get it wrong with their friendship with you. Right. And um, right. again, going it all back to that authenticity of, of loving them because god loves them and yes. um it's it's a challenging one there's relationships go up and down mm. and the other thing i think with relationships i always say this relationships are complicated enough as they are let alone when you don't say how you're truly feeling right or what's truly <laughs> on your mind honesty yeah, yeah. goes an awful long way yeah. especially in building firm foundations for strong relationships that hopefully are going to be these friends for life mm. for life not just yeah. this period but people that you're going to go to 30 years down the line and still still enjoy their company still um feel feel that connection mm. and also that challenge and that that's that celebration and the trials and everything mm. that comes along along with life itself because we're not there yet we're not we're not <laughs> the new heaven and the new earth things yeah. are going to go wrong yes yeah. but when we're surrounded by those who love jesus when we're surrounded by jesus the spirit with us um it changes changes everything that's awesome man so cool such an amazing conversation such an honor to have i don't know him share share all of that i love especially the idea of actually sometimes if you want a good friend you need to be a good friend yes you need to set that out so good. i love that yeah so good yeah it was such an honor having matt um want to encourage you that if there was something that specifically mm. spoke to you from what matt shared then please send us a message um we'd love to have a further conversation with you or yeah. if there's even a question that you want to bring up for a future podcast we'd love to respond to that as well you can message us on instagram or comment on youtube uh, we'd love to hear it but just be encouraged today that not only are we made for connection but actually god's kind of placed it in our hands to build connection and friendship mm. with people and that isn't something that, that happens in a day or a week but it takes time right yeah. it takes time to build trust i love that that's what uh, matt was sharing and that today 
you can be your authentic self with the people around you, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, wherever you're at, if you've got one friend or you feel like, you know, you're the most popular person in your school, right? That uh, you can build friendships starting today. Uh, so I love to pray for you as um, we go into this day or if we're listening to in the evening before bed, whatever. Mm. Um, I just love to pray for you. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much that you've designed us for connection with people. I thank you that that wasn't a mistake and that no matter how we feel about that statement, whether it fills us with excitement or with fear, that God, you would join us on the journey of allowing people to come close to us, allowing people to be connected to us and bringing ourselves authentically to others. God, I pray that people that are watching now that uh, feel like there's no one that I have in my life that I can connect with and share how I feel. There's no one that I actually feel like is a friend. God, I pray that this week, even this week, there would be conversations, brave conversations that would happen where friendships and connections would be, would begin that would last a lifetime. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, so good. Cool, yeah. Honestly. Bless you guys. Thank you for joining day. us. And yeah. please remember to subscribe. If, if this is blessing you, then maybe share it with a friend mm. um, and give us a little review. Um, and yeah, that really helps with the with the with the stuff with yeah. the algorithms or whatever it is. Probably. Yeah. yeah no, All right. Bless you guys. Speak Bye. soon. Bye.